Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey there, Bills fans. Visit buffalobills.com slash SB sweeps and enter for a chance to win two tickets to Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona. One winner will win two tickets, airfare, and lodging. To attend the Super Bowl. Pretty cool stuff. We turn now to the post-practice microphone where Josh Allen is addressing the media. It, it ended up being a close game and they had a, a chance to win. It was really cool to be, you know, uh, be there. I, I grew up a big college basketball fan and obviously Coach Beheim, he's a legend. Um, so to be there and, and to witness that. And I've never, I didn't realize that's how the stadium was. Uh, it's just kind of split in half and it was a really cool experience. I'm, I'm glad we got to go. I think it's doing stuff outside the facility. Um, you saw that last night. I was with Tanner, Steph, uh, and Gabe. And again, um, just having guys over and, and hanging out, watching TV, you know, breaking bread together, um, you know, and just being able to learn them on a personal level and, and develop that trust and camaraderie off the field. And I think it pays dividends on the field. Maybe branching off that a little bit, you guys have been away during the holidays a lot the last couple of seasons. How much is that time together during the holidays, only having each other during a time where you typically have your family, how does that play into building that bond, not only with the receivers, but the rest of the team? Yeah, um, again, we're, we're, we're like a family here, man. We, we spend so much time together um, that if, if you're away from your family because you're here, you're, you're really not away from family. So. Um, obviously, our each of our individual rooms have like their own white elephant or secret Santa that we do, and I think it's it's really cool and special that we have here. And I don't know if that's what everyone else does, um, but I think I think we do it pretty right here in terms of how we handle the holidays and um, you know how much time we spend together, how much we care about each other. It's a it's a great feeling. Josh, how do you find out? You got to be on a team that's now made the playoffs in four straight years. I guess I'm sure it never gets old, but just to sort of envision that, um, you know, for that to have happened so quickly. I mean, I, I think so. Um, you look at, you know, Coach McDermott and what he's done here. You know, he's got five in his last, in his first six as the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, the guys that Bean has brought in into this locker room, the leaders that we have, um, you know, that, that's our goal each and every year is to, to win the Super Bowl. Um, and you can only do that by making the playoffs. So, um, again, that's that's our message playoff caliber. We're starting to switch over all the signs, the championship caliber. Um, 
But again, yeah, that's that's what we want to do. That's what we set out to do each and every year. Can you appreciate though that where this franchise was, they made the playoffs the year before, but the fact that they went 17 years, it's not easy to make the playoffs and to know that you're part of a team that has really changed the trajectory of this franchise over the course of you know five years. Yeah, um, I, th I think it's cool, but at the end of the day, we still haven't accomplished our main goal, and that's that's what drives us every single day. Find out when you win an AFC Offensive Player of the Week award. Is like somebody from the league call you? Does PR tell you? How do you find out? Usually Kevin texts me. He's like, "Hey, congrats!" I'm like, "Thanks." I usually don't respond, honestly. Sorry, Kev. Your tenth. I know it's a team award. You're gonna tell us that, but you know, what is that feeling like for you when you find out that you've been recognized around the league for having that performance? Yeah, I mean, I. It's it's cool at the end of the day. Like it, that doesn't really matter to me. Um, you know, I'm just trying to, like I said, be the best quarterback and teammate that I can be for the Buffalo Bills. And you know, with with team success, usually comes individual awards. And um, you know, we know that as players. And obviously, Pro Bowl stuff I'm sure is going to come out soon. I don't know exactly who's made it, but I think that's kind of a team award too. And it it takes everybody when you're on the field. It takes you know five five or six guys up front blocking. That's linemen and tight ends, uh, sometimes running backs, um, takes the guys catching the ball and, and, you know, creating yards after catch and scoring touchdowns too. So, um, you know, it, it takes 11 guys when you're out on the field. It's the coolest game you've ever played at any I think it was last year's divisional against the Patriots. I think that was pretty cold. I don't know if that was, what, a couple degrees at kickoff. Um, played in the Mountain West Championship game in Laramie. That was, I think, five degrees at kickoff. So, uh this one's going to be chilly, but after a certain, de you know, degree, degrees, I don't know how to say that, um, you don't really feel the difference. And I think that's, you know, after, like, un under 10 degrees, it's just like all, it's just cold, you know. I don't know how to else to describe it, um, but, again, we'll, we know certain things to, to keep our bodies warm, and um, our equipment staff does such a good job of making sure that we have the right tools and equipment to, to keep warm on the sidelines. Yeah, the uh, particular uh, warmth? tricks that you like the last Um obviously switching to the long sleeves during the cold that's that's a, a positive. I know some guys do like a little wetsuit underneath um, that kind of traps all the heat in. Um last year doing the divisional I I don't remember if it was icy hot or Vaseline or something, put them on my toes to try to keep some some warmth and insulation there. Uh, that's that's really all I do. Glove, do you ever consider wearing some quarterback like wearing like diamond cutters, gloves or stuff like that? Can't do it. The regular season game against New England, uh, it was like the winds were 28 or 35 with gusts 40. And you guys threw it, you know, decent. Um, just playing in that, did that show you that, well, you know, whatever. The forecast is 10 mile an hour, the 20 mile an hour winds, whatever, we'll deal with it. You know, kind of what's your attitude after surviving a 40 mile an hour gusty game? Yeah, again, it's uh, every game's different, and the weather. It, we were supposed to get so much snow last game, and it didn't come really to that late in fourth quarter. So, uh, whatever the the weather is, we'll deal with it and kind of adjust on the fly. Um, but yeah, having that experience in the wind and obviously playing in Laramie for for a few years, um, and I feel comfortable in that type of situation. Uh, but again, every every game and situation is different, so I guess we'll see. Josh, you were listening. Um, I mean, I think he allows us to be ourselves. He's very respectful of 
personalities in the locker room. Um, and he's really handed the reins over to, to the guys on the team, the captains on the team, and, and really made this a player-driven locker room. And I think that's, that's when you have really good and successful teams, when the coach can recognize that he's got the right pieces in place and he can let us be who we are and, and, and do what we're supposed to do, and that's why we're here. Um, I think, uh, again, what, he, what he's done, five playoffs in the last six years and um, the winningest head coach in Buffalo Bills history right now. And, you know, we had to keep, keep going, obviously, and um, yeah, guys respect him for it. Josh, yesterday was the first time in nearly a month you've been listed as limited with your right elbow. I was just wondering, I know you've said it's something you'll be navigating for a while, but how is it feeling? What's that process like right now with managing? Yeah, it feels good. I think yesterday was more just a, obviously it was a walkthrough. So just trying to limit the throws and, and be smart with that. And um, But it felt really good today. It felt really good. So I'm, I'm glad the training staff you know, decided to kind of keep me limited yesterday. And um, I haven't felt that good in a long time. Along the lines of your last answer there, and, and I think the whole trap game narrative is more outside of Buffalo and maybe a national thing looking at this matchup this week than it is from, from being reported here locally. But we asked Sean about that. He talked about what you had just said in terms of the leaders on this team leading by example and preventing that mentality at all from, from CP. Is that something you need to address or because of the way the last two seasons ended and what's at stake with home field and everything else, that do you need to even address that or do the guys here kind of get it? Guys in this locker room know. Um, you know our goal is to, to win our division, and you know we have an opportunity to go do that. So we're putting our best foot forward right now. We're having a good week of practice. Obviously, we've got to go out there Saturday and execute to the best of our ability. Um, but we know that this team's going to be hungry. They're going to come out you know, playing really hard. Um, you know, They're flying around on defense. Uh, they're making plays on offense. So... You know, we got to go in there and, and expect a, a dogfight and play four quarters of football. Josh, what's what's been the difference in the red zone of late? Do you feel like the offense is kind of ramping up here at the right time? Yeah, I think again, I think attention to detail, um, going through practice and making sure that you know the plays that we got in, everybody's comfortable with running them. Um, we're very aware of of what plays we're running, the concepts that we're running, getting the ball to certain guys, and uh, I think the threat of running down there has really opened up some some different stuff for us and. Um, again, execution on game night. What does having a tight end who's producing on a constant basis do for him? I mean, I think it's a, a matchup, a matchup nightmare for for some defense. He's he's big, he's fast, he's catching the ball uh, very well right now. Obviously, scoring touchdowns, he's making a lot of rack. And I've been saying this for a while. He's probably the best ball, you know, the guy. With the ball in his hands, he's hard to bring down. He's a big sucker. Um, so again, the more the more times we can feed him the ball, and I know he's fresh, um, he's ready to go, and he's he's being smart about um, you know play time and, and concepts. And I think Coach Dorsey's been putting him in a really good position. He's he's been making some plays for us. You guys are top three in in the NFL in second quarter scoring. Is there something you're noticing about that quarter in particular where, where things are clicking a little bit better? Um, I mean, I think that first quarter usually. You know, we we want to score every time we touch the ball, but sometimes it's a fill-out process and understand what the defense is trying to do. Um, and it's just kind of a an in-game adjustment of like, all right, this is this is their plan for today. Uh, let's get to these plays. Um, but again, guys are just going out there and executing. We're, we're uh, trusting each other right now. We're communicating very well. Um, obviously, we've got a lot of work to do, and you know, we still got a lot of games left. So we got to continue to find ways to improve. But um, you know, just we're we're playing good football because we're talking, we're smart, we're 
you know, making sure that we're holding on to the football and making good decisions. You watch a lot of football. What are your impressions of Justin Fields? And you obviously got Stephon Diggs in your third season. You know, how important was getting that big time receiver? What could his game kind of look like if, if they get a big weapon out? I mean, I couldn't tell you what it would look like. I, you know, he's uh, he's making a lot of plays right now. He's he's moving around well. Obviously, they know he, he's big, he's fast, he's strong. Um, I think he's throwing it really well too. And um, obviously, bringing Steph here, that was great for for me and, and this offense and and what he's done for my career. And um, I cherish you know every moment that I have with him because he's uh, he's been so so good to me in, in football and off the field. And um, yeah, I don't know, but again, I couldn't couldn't answer that question fully. Thank you guys. So interesting discussion there about he was asked about his elbow because he was listed as a limited participant in the walkthrough practice yesterday, the athletic training staff choosing to back him off in terms of number of throws. And he comes out to practice today and he says, felt really good today. So not that he didn't before, but it's clear that he trusts the athletic training staff and probably the medical staff too in how to deal with an elbow situation that probably won't get to 100% unless he rests it for like a month. And we know that's not happening anytime soon. So they're managing it. And, you know, you got to walk through yesterday. We'll have a more stringent practice on Wednesday. So let's just back off today, and it'll feel even better tomorrow. And he confirmed as much. Yeah, how how fragile it is is really the question. You know, how much can he throw and then have it come back the next day and hurt or maybe not hurt? So um, certainly having a day where you can go out and throw the football normally and feel great is a pretty good sign that they can time it up just right on Sunday so he comes yeah. out against the Bears and can throw it and feel great. We turn from an offensive captain to a defensive one as Jordan Poyer is now addressing the media after practice. Yeah, I feel I feel all right. Uh, just kind of banged it up in the game. Uh, just kind of resting it until uh, hopefully get back on the field tomorrow. Plan on playing, so um, yeah, just resting it though. Do you feel it's anything that might impact you on Saturday? Nah, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Got a good group of trainers here um, that I trust. Um, you know, second opinion doctors, same thing. Um, nothing serious. So I was excited about that. So I was just getting some rest right now. Is there a difference in the way Justin Fields runs the ball? Yeah, I mean, what an, what an electric player, um, extremely athletic. Um, he's big, he's fast, he's strong. Um, you know, I always say when you play quarterbacks like these, like Josh, like Pat, you know, Lamar, um, they're extremely dangerous because, you know, they can they can hurt you with their legs, they can hurt you with, the, with their arm. Um, and I, I know you guys saw the run that he had last week against the Eagles, uh, you know, good defense. And, you know, they came down to the wire. It's a good football team. Um, uh, like I said, it runs through runs through Justin and those backs. Those backs are extremely good. They break a lot of tackles, and so um, for us, you know, it's going to come down to playing team defense. Um, all eleven guys, you know, hats to the ball. You know, being able to just be able to communicate, understand our jobs, and, and be able to, like I said, hats to the ball. Um, it's a good offense, and we understand what we got to do to get done um, to get done to win the game. We're going to have to play well to win. Yeah, I mean, it's almost, almost kind of surreal, right? Um, you know, coming here in 2017, yeah, you heard about the drought and this side or the other, but really had nothing to do with us. Um, but at the same time, we wanted to build something special. 
um, you know, the guys that originally were here um, and just kept guys that we kept bringing here. We just continue to build that culture, um, build that camaraderie with the guys. Um, you know, it's great coaching staff, always great guys coming in the locker room. I always say it's probably the best locker room in the in the in the league right now. So um, it, it, not just right now, over the last you know years that, that we've been here. And so um, it's pretty special to, to be able to get to the postseason once again, five out of six years. But and we knew we got a lot of work to be done. Three games left. Um, trying to go one and zero this week, and you know we want to. We still want to get that home field advantage. In your wildest, I mean, I knew anything was possible, but in your wildest imagination, did you imagine this type of uh, stable success could have, could have been, you know, that that could have happened, you know, back right. on your side. Right. I mean, I didn't know. I really didn't know what to expect when I signed here. Um, you know, I had never been to the playoffs prior to being being here, and so. Like I said, to to be here, you know, five out of this is my sixth year here, and then going to the playoffs five years, um, it is extremely special. Like I said, it's just something that, you know, it's, it, you know, right now we're in the moment, so it's it's you know you can't really sit back and be like, dang, like this is awesome. You know, one day when probably 35, no, not 35, 45, 55 years old, uh, we're kicking back. You know, that'll be a time where we kind of can reflect and like, damn, we really did that. But you know, right now we're in the moment. You know, we like to be where our feet are at. Um, we got a huge game this weekend that we're really excited about. So, and, and against a really good football team, so um, we got to be ready to play. All right, so that's Jordan Poyer giving the lowdown. Nice to hear that. You know, it's just a knock on the knee that he suffered in the game. Sounds like he wanted to give it one more day of rest. Said it's his plan to practice tomorrow. We'll see if that in fact happens. But he fully intends on playing the game Saturday. That's good news. Everybody gets lots more time off this time of year, this yeah. season. Just, and the pads come off, too, for practice also. Yeah. I mean, they're they're totally in just keep it together mode, get to Sunday. Yep. Uh, they don't need physical conditioning. Save just, the bodies. Save, bless you. Save the bodies so, you know, you can play your best on game day. That's right. And it it makes for practices that are mental less than physical. And you need your, and the coaching staff has to adjust to that huge. Um, that's something that, that at the pro level, they're able to do a little better than maybe the lower levels of football. The coaching yeah. staff has the ability to still get quality work done when they're not running full speed, doing all this, you know, hitting and banging and all that. Um, the coaches at this level are teachers at the highest degree. They'll get their guys mentally into it and engaged and get the information assimilated into them so they can play at a high level, even though they haven't played a high speed and intensity, even though they haven't had a chance to do it in practice. But that's, I think the difference at this level than other levels late in the season, you got to be able to, and they've got a huge foundation obviously to build on. Yeah. So it's not like they're teaching them brand new concepts or anything like that, but they've got a, a level now of knowledge and experience, even in this offense, and even though some of them are here for one year or whatever, to say, okay, here's what we're thinking this week. And, you know, not being able to run through it physically, there's something into that. But at this level, they know that coaching staff has to know they got to get these guys ready without that. And they've got to figure out a way to do it. Yeah, got to figure out ways to do it. All right, break time for us, Steve and I, to wrap it up with the latest homage to one Josh Allen on a local street corner. We'll tell you about that next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t